Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Cast Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Outcast Shark Sharks from the South Park Cast. Sharks from the South Park Cast. Podcast Shark Pod Shark Park Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Podcast Shark of the Podcast Shark. Podcast Shark. South Park Podcast Shark. South Park and South Park Podcast Shark Fun Podcast Fun Podcast Podcast Shark Shark Fun The South Park Podcast Shark Fun everybody and welcome to Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. I am your host Bill and this is quite an episode this week as the episode this week I'll be talking about is Red Hot Catholic Love. Um, this is this is an interesting episode because you're going into or I'm going to be going into an episode here at this point in time where the... Um, 
there, were, there was a big controversy surrounding Catholic priests and young boys, and this was such a big deal at the time. It's still a controversial topic to this day. Um, but this is this is quite an episode, I'll say that much. Uh, this is quite the episode here. Uh, also, a little later, they are uh, going to do a brand new South Park top 10 list, and I told you guys at the end of last week's episode that the list is South Park villains. Who is the greatest villain in South Park? Hmm. Make you think about that. Tick tock, tick tock. Pardon me. Alright, so let's not wait any longer. Let's get into this week's episode, Red Hot Catholic Love. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on July 3rd, 2002. So you know there's going to be a lot of fireworks in this one. So we started the episode at the church where Father Maxi is finishing up a sermon and he talks about how there's going to be a young men's Catholic retreat coming up and that the kids are more than welcome to come. So Randy starts having a bit of a nightmare and we get this parody. It's the Catholic boat. The Catholic boat. So during that Randy just screams in you know just scared um of what would happen if he had let you know and his boy go on the trip. So the, the adults have a conversation and they're talking about how they're not going to let their boys go on this trip because of what's been going on with the Catholic priests as of late. So, you know, they do that and then they also say that they want to have a counselor come in because there have been some other cities that have been bringing counselors in to talk about, um, you know, priests and how they are and, you know, what they do. So they end up getting a counselor, and the counselor sees 10 of the boys, including Stan, Carmen, and Tweak, and she asks them different questions about Father Maxi. Uh, the third question is the most interesting question. So she asks them, did Father Maxi at any time ever try to put something in your butt? And the boys start, they're, they're, being, they're getting confused. They're just confused. They, they have no idea what this is about. I'm just like, has he tried put anything in your butt? And they're still confused. So as this this meeting with the counselor is going on the parents are outside the gym and they discuss that you know what we should become atheists and the parents pretty much they, they decide you know what we're going to be atheists too and we're going to go with you all the way yeah yeah atheism yeah so after that Stan 
Cartman and Tweet, because I want to say Kyle, but he's Jewish, so I can't say that. They're still, you know, they're sitting out there on the side of the street, and they're like, what would he put in our butt? Did he ever put something in our butt? So Kyle comes over, and he's asking, what are you guys doing? And they're like, well, we're trying to figure out what she meant by, did Father Max, he ever try to put anything in our butt? So then, Chef comes along, and this is so good. He's like, Hello there, children. Hey, Chef, we have a question. What does it mean by, did Father Maxie ever try to put anything in our butt? Goodbye. Oh, so great. It was so great. So, as this is going on, Cartman comes up with, this was so out of the blue. This was so out of the blue. He talks about how when you eat, you eat food in your mouth, and it comes out your butt. Well, what if you put food up your butt, and you crapped out your mouth? And Kyle is like, this is the dumbest, stupidest thing you have ever thought up of in your entire life. This is the worst thing you've ever thought of ever this week. So, Cartman bets 20 bucks that this can happen. So, as that bet has been made, Father Maxi starts to get worried because he notices that attendance is going down. So, he gathers a meeting of other Catholic priests. And, you know, he's trying to figure out what the problem is. However, he sees the problem within this meeting because all the Catholic priests are saying, well, why is it a bad thing to molest boys? And it just goes into this whole thing where Father Max, he's like, you guys are kidding me. You guys have done it. And they're like, yeah, haven't you done it? And he's like, no, why would I ever do that? And this freaks out Father Maxie. So he decides the only thing to do now is to go to the Vatican and talk to the Pope about it. Meanwhile, back in the bathroom, Cartman is with the boys as he's trying to crap out his mouth. So they watch, they're waiting, and Cartman's like, Hey guys, can can you turn around? Can you turn around real quick? And Kyle's like, no, because if we do, then you'll say that you crapped out your mouth when all you did was sit on the toilet. Which is a good point. So he's forcing this argument by Cartman. You know, Cartman's got to do it. And then, it happens. Cartman craps out of his mouth. And Kyle is like, no effing way. And... Karma's like, yeah, I did it, I did it, you owe me 20 bucks. So, uh, allegedly, you can crap out your mouth. So Father Maxie ends up in the Vatican, he goes to Vatican City. And there is this big, meet. there's a huge meeting with all the priests, bishops, cardinals, from throughout the world and the Pope is there because how can we forget the Pope from um, that episode Do the Handicap Go to Hell 
when um, the nun was talking to him. Unfortunately, we don't get that in this episode, but that would have been funny to have. So, Father Maxi talks to the con well, not the congregation, but the large presence of, you know, all these cardinals, bishops, fathers, you know, why this is wrong. And then he starts to realize that. These guys do the same thing too, and he can't believe it. And he's like, Why are you doing this? This is a terrible thing. This is a sin. You can't be doing this. And this is where I notice we get the first rubble, 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 rubble. So, you know, he's having this, and, and you know, there's all these different priests from you know throughout the world Morocco England France uh, Galgamech yes you heard me right Galgamech um, apparently there are Catholics in Galgamech with the Galgamechs the Galgamechs was really funny and Father Max he's just taken back like what are they doing here and Father Max he says well you know Maybe, you know, you guys should have sex with women instead of boys. And one of the priests points out, and this is a good, this is a good point, that, you know, when we took this oath, we can't marry women. You know, we, we, we can't marry women. And the head priest from the Galgamex is like, Yeah, what do you expect? Galgamex, or female Galgamex vaginas are three feet long and they have sharp razor teeth in them. You try having sex with him. So, we'll get back to Father Maxie later. Meanwhile, Cartman comes over to Kyle's house. This is so good. Oh my gosh, this whole series is so good. Where Cartman's like, Kyle, I need your help. I don't know what to do with this $20. I want so many things. Maybe you could help me. Kyle closes the door. Kyle goes by the window. Cartman jumps in the window and starts, you know, showing off his $20. It is so good. Oh, my gosh. It is so funny. Then, a little later on, Cartman see or visits Stan, Kyle, and Tweak. And he's got a robe on. And he's like, you know, I went to the bank. And I deposited the $20 bill. And the bank lady gave me $20 in all ones. So he throws the ones up and he takes the robe off and he starts swimming and he's like, yes, yes, oh, look at this money, oh, this money. And Kyle's like, okay, you proved your point. You know, you could crap out your mouth. You don't have to rub it in. So then they go to the news and they talk about how other people are starting to crap out their mouths. And this does have a name. It is called Interorectogestion. Try saying that five times fast. And what's so unique, and this is one thing that I really like about this episode, is the way they were able to make the mouths of people the way, when they would crap out of their mouths. 
they would their face looks like they're puking their face looks like they're throwing up that's what makes this so good and kyle's like oh god okay carmen i get it why don't they just go and give you a freaking medal and then the news reporter goes in other news the individual who dis- who discovered in- or yeah discovered enterorectogestion eric carmen We'll be later meeting the mayor, and we'll be getting a freaking medal. And Kyle is just upset. So Randy and the parents, they have a South Park atheist meeting where they are having quesadillas. And they do exactly what Carmen was doing. They shove the food up their butts, and they talk, and they have a wastebasket for when they crap out their mouths exactly how it sounds so now we go to father maxi and he talks about how you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna find the holy document of vatican law and you know they say go ahead do it but the people who have done it in the past never came back so father maxi goes down and he meets this sort of like a monk guard I guess would be the best way to describe it and he goes in and again this is very good because he goes in and the whole scene changes to the game Pitfall um and yes for the record I have played Pitfall before it is a fun game but it is also a difficult game and as a matter of fact Pitfall had a sequel that would um, later become in the NES uh, Super Pitfall. And Super Pitfall is just as hard as the regular Pitfall. But here they pay tribute to the Pitfall game. It's very cool. Father Maxi reaches the end, and he has found the holy document of Vatican law. So now... He comes back, he has the holy document, and he takes a look at it, and he reads it, and it says that, you know, in the holy document, that they are allowed to have sex with boys. And this is like the final straw for Father Maxi. And he rips the holy document apart, and here comes the Spider Queen, the Great Queen Spider. And it's so ridiculous because it's like, And, you know, as that's going on, we go back to Cartman, who now has an inflatable pool with him. And he's now tweeted. Uh, he's now tweeted. He's now traded his $1, his $20 in ones, into quarters. And he's going to swim in them. And Kyle's like, okay, you, you're right. You were right. You, you, you won the bet. You can crap out your mouth. And this just makes Cartman very mad because he's been rubbing it in the whole time. And Kyle is just like, Eh, okay, now nah, I get it. Um, so this makes Cartman mad. He can't 
celebrate anymore the fact that he was able to do what he did. So, meanwhile, back in the Vatican, the whole building collapses. And we get a very good ending where Father Maxi is talking to the people all over the world. And he talks about how, you know, actually, you know what, I will pull up the, the, the quote from Father Maxi at the end. This is a very good quote. We don't have to believe every word of the Bible. They're just stories to help us live by. We shouldn't toss away the lessons of the Bible just because some assholes in Italy screwed it up. So what he's saying is that, you know, these stories in the Bible, while you, you know, while you don't have to believe in every story in the Bible, there's a message in them. And, you know, how you can better your life. And if you read some of these stories in the Bible, then, you know, you will learn and you can make yourself a better person. You can make yourself a better human being. So after seeing this rant, he's like, you know what? He's right. We shouldn't have to live our life by the Bible. We can read it and, you know, we could just learn from what they did. And he decides to stop being an atheist and stands like, so does that mean we have to go to church? And Randy's like, no, we don't have to go to church. We have the right to go to church. And then Randy craps out of his mouth one more time. And that is the end of the episode Red Hot Catholic Love. Uh, what did I think about this episode? Um, oh boy, this is certainly a controversial topic here, no doubt about it. Um, but I think South Park did a very good job in the way they presented this episode and the way they presented this situation. Um, this is not an easy topic to discuss. It's like the old saying, there's two things you don't talk about, politics and religion. Those are the two things you don't talk about. And those are things that, believe me, folks, I try to avoid as much as possible. But South Park and Way, they do a good job when they talk about religion. You know, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're not right. Here, they're right in this, you know, especially with the whole idea of the Bible. Because there are people, believe me, folks, I have seen many people in my life who live and breathe by the Bible. Uh, one of my sisters was like that for a very long time. I mean, she's still, you know, a religious person, but a long time ago, she was super religious, and it just drove me nuts. But, but I could see South Park's point in this. This is a very good episode. It touches a very controversial topic at the time. It's still a controversial topic at the time. I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. I thought they did a good job uh, discussing the topic. I thought it was a good job the way they presented it. it. I didn't think it was that offensive. I just thought it was very good the way they did it. So, 
I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. So, where did the idea of this episode come from? The episode was developed in the midst in the midst of the seemingly endless scandals where Catholic priests were having sex with young boys. South Park's executive producer, Anne Garofino, is Catholic. Trey asked her how she felt about the sex scandals. What Priest Maxie says about the Catholic Church at the end of the episode is Trey's interpretation of what she said. Also, Man and Trey had for years wanted to do a show in which people crapped out of their mouths. This was their chance. And they picked a pretty good time to do that, I think. Um, a couple other notes, and then I want to bring up something with this episode. This episode was selected number two in a voting of the ten South Park episodes, or ten South Park episodes that changed the world, and was also part of South Park's Dirty Dozen. Um, in the DVD commentary, Matt Stone and Trey Parker refer to their irritation towards arguments for more socially liberal, atheistic, secular-minded types of people, as well as from socially religious conservatives. The scene where the parents discuss atheism while crapping out their mouths is based on Parker's annoyance with atheists. Uh, like I mentioned, Father Maxey's search for the holy document is the in the style of the video game Pitfall. Randy's nightmare was with the theme song from the Catholic or from the Love Boat. The great the great Queen Spider was taken from the 1974 episode of Doctor Who, Planet of the Spiders, Part One. There was one other part, or there's one other scene that I forgot to mention that I want to bring up, and I thought it was a very good scene, where um, Martha Stewart, and I'm not a fan of Martha Stewart. I thought, I, I'll okay, I'll save my thoughts for Martha Stewart in a minute. But Martha Stewart, they do a parody of her show because she used to have a t a daytime TV show in syndication. Remember syndication? So anyway, um, you know she's doing her own baking and how you can, you know, put it in your butt and crap out your mouth. And then there's at one point two FBI agents like, what are you doing? Well, nothing. And it was so funny. I know with Martha Stewart nowadays, um, she's pretty much forgiven. She's done her time in jail. And she has her own show with Snoop Dogg, which I'm... Still trying to figure out why Snoop Dogg would do a show with Martha Stewart. I mean, there's a lot of things I can let Snoop Dogg do and I wouldn't care about, but why would you do a show with Martha Stewart? I'm just saying. You're the D-O-double-G. You're the Snoop Dizzle. Why are you doing a show with Martha Stizzle? Anyway, um, I was never big into Martha Stewart. I thought she was a prick. I'm, I'm being honest. I thought she was a prick. Plain and simple. Alright. Now that I gave my thoughts on Martha Stewart, let's go into IMDB and see what they thought of this episode. Of 1,500 IMDB users, the average rating for this episode is an 8.3 out of 10. 374 people gave this a 10. 339 people gave this a 9. 392 people gave this an 8, which is the rating I am giving it this week. 35 people gave this a 1. 
to break it down into the demographics. Over 1,100 males have given this episode an 8.3. That's the average from the under 18 and 18 and up. Meanwhile, 97 females gave this episode a 7.6. That's probably the lowest rating that females have given an episode of South Park since I've started covering the whole male-female uh, demographic. Alright, so I do have some reviews uh, to read up from this episode, Red High Catholic Love. I'll read Gangsta Hippies first, and then we have a new person on here, and I'll read theirs in a minute. So Gangsta Hippie wrote, Red High Catholic Love deals with the whole scandal of priests molesting children. Like most current events, South Park spoofs the incident. I actually have the episode on The Passion of the Jew DVD, which comes with that episode, this one, and Christian Hard Rock. This episode has Father Maxi being the only non-corrupt priest while all the others are molesting children. The parents are worried Maxi is the same and decide to become atheist. Father Maxi then goes to the Vatican and wants to change the holy document of Vatican law. Meanwhile, Cartman realizes that if you shove food up your butt, you will crap out your mouth. He makes a bet with Kyle and wins, so Kyle gives him $20 and Cartman rubs it in his face. This is a fairly funny and good South Park episode. The other review, and this is from a brand new person, is from S.R. Dippling, who wrote, As a not-quite-lapsed, still-going-to-church Catholic, this episode made me kind of nervous before, and even during watching, particularly the first half. To be sure, I don't believe all or even most priests are molesters, but enough of them are and were being skirted by the church hierarchy that is sure felt like a lot of them were. This show not only deals in this issue, with a rare turn by South Park's resident cleric, Priest Maxi, as the hero, searching the Vatican's death to find a way to clear the church of its very messy and dubious situation, but it also bears into the mix the concept of digesting food backwards. If you need any explanation on that, just give it some thought. A funny and thought-provoking somewhat episode. Uh, those are two good reviews. Those are two good reviews, I think... They're both very good, and they're both right on the point. Um, so hopefully, you know, we'll get more reviews like that in the near future. So last week on the show, I said that for some strange reason, I could not read a review from the previous episode. The Simpsons already did it. Well, I was able to get the review, and it is from Gangsta Hippie. This is what Gangsta Hippie wrote. About the Simpsons already did it. Butters is no longer the Kenny replacement, as he is now replaced by Tweak, as seen in the episode Professor Chaos. This is a funny episode and pays homage to The Simpsons in many ways. The Simpsons is one of my favorite shows, and I am one of the few people who think it's still good after all these years. The older episodes are better, of course. The episode has Butters, Professor Chaos, trying to find ways to take over the world. It has, with his sidekick, Dougie, keeps telling him the Simpsons already used his ideas. 
Meanwhile, Cartman buys some sea people, and after putting actual human semen with them, a civilization starts. This is also from an episode of The Simpsons, which was from a Twilight Zone episode. This is a fairly good episode. It's funny and pays a good homage to The Simpsons. Phew. I thought I was going to have to wait a few weeks to read that review, but I'm glad I did get the opportunity. Well, you would think this is the end of the episode, but every once in a while I like to do a South Park Top 10, and this is no different. So this week going to do a brand new South Park Top 10. So the theme for this particular list is South Park villains. And believe it or not, there have been some South Park villains. But which one's the best? Which one of all of them is the very best? Uh, this list is from WatchMojo.com, and the video was released on January 29th, 2018, so it's pretty recent. So, let's dive into this list of the best of the worst. The coolest of the cool, the baddest of the bad. The top 10 South Park villains. Starting at number 10 with Barbara Streisand. Yep, this is a good choice to put in the top ten. Barbara Streisand, the character in South Park is pretty funny. Um, the episode, you know, Mecca Streisand, oh my gosh, that's all the way from season one, um, is a very good character. And we do see Mecca Streisand come back later on, uh, but it's not for a long time. It's pretty good. Uh, a good choice to start the top ten. Number nine. Saddam Hussein. Okay, this is where I have my first issue. Saddam Hussein was a big part of the early years of South Park. I mean, we're still, you know, we're in season six right now, and Saddam Hussein is still in the show. And he was in the movie, too. And he's so good. He's such a funny character. I would have him higher myself. I would I would have him in my top five of South Park villains just because of how ridiculously funny Saddam Hussein is on the show. Um, number nine is way, way too low for me. It's way too low, in my opinion, for Saddam Hussein. Number eight. Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Ooh, I don't know about that one. Um, actually, next week's episode is going to feature the both of them, but I don't know if those two are top ten worthy. I really don't know. I don't honestly. I don't think they are. One of them might, but I don't think both of them are. I don't know. That's just me. Number seven, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. Uh, this is my second issue with this. Mark Zuckerberg should not be on this list. That episode from this past season was the worst episode of the season. And the whole Mark Zuckerberg thing is a reason why I never liked the Mark Zuckerberg character. I never got it. It made no sense to me. Um, I thought it was stupid. Of all the big names that they've ever made fun of, 
this might actually be the worst one that Trey Parker and Matt Stone have ever done. I don't think he should be on there. Number six, Tom Cruise. Um, wow. Okay, he definitely deserves to be on this list. That's not the, 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 the problem. I think he should be a little bit higher. That's another one I'd have in my top five. Um, the, the whole, you know, Scientology thing and the whole controversy after that, which I can't wait to get into that episode, um, does make Tom Cruise look like a prick. And how, again, how, you know, we're doing another Mission Impossible movie. Doesn't it make him just a bit more evil? Doesn't it? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Number five, Scott Tennerman. All right. Let me, okay. I'm going to ask you this. Is Scott Tennerman more of a villain or a victim? That's how I look at it. Because to me, Scott Tennerman is not a villain. He's a victim. Because if you think about it, in the beginning of the ep- in in the like the majority of Scott Tennerman must die in that episode. He's he's nothing more than a bully. I mean, he's not a villain. If he was a villain, he would be continuing to do these bad things to Cartman. But at the end of the episode, when he finds out his parents have died and he ate them, he becomes a victim. So I don't think Tennerman being a villain is good. A victim. Yes. Number four, Mel Gibson. Oh, man. I can't wait till we get to that episode about the Passion of the Christ. Oh, my gosh. Um, the, the way they portray Mel Gibson is pretty good in this one. It's pretty good. Because, um, you know, he defends the whole thing about, you know, why he made it and why... Stan and Kenny want their money back, and it's just really good. Um, I don't know if he's top five, though. Top ten, yeah, but I don't know about top five. I think top five's a bit too much. Number three, PC Principle. Okay, um, again... Here, with this character, you... Does he start as a villain? Yeah, he does. But, as you go further along with season 20 and season 21, he doesn't... You know, he, he changes from being a villain to just another character on the show. That's how he is. That's how he looks. I would say season 20, he probably is a villain, but season 21, he's more of a character than anything else. That's how I see it. So, you know, different. I don't know. This list is just a little weird. Number two, the Woodland Critters. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Why can't I do that episode now as well? Uh, what is there to say about the Woodland Critters that hasn't already been said? Um, it's one of the funniest, most original ideas of villains for 
a cur or for any show, not only a cartoon show, but any show in general. Um, it's just so smart. It's so brilliantly done. Oh, it's so great. It just is so great. Um, and number one, I think this is a pretty obvious one, is Cartman. Uh, Cartman, if you think about it, might not only be the best villain in South Park, but he may also be one of the best villains in TV history. Um... I mean, it's so hard to argue Cartman not being the number one villain in South Park. It's very hard. I, I think it would be very hard for any argument by anybody to say there's a better villain in South Park than Cartman. I just think it's very, very hard. And I don't think you could come up with one. I really do. So, uh, I think they got the number one right. I think Carmen is the number one villain in South Park. Um, as far as two... Okay, I think they got number two right. I think Willing Critters would be number two on my list as well. But a number three... I'm going to give you a number three. I think Saddam Hussein should be number three. Only because of how funny he was. How good you know the character was. And how he was used throughout the early years of South Park. So I would make the argument that Saddam Hussein should be number three. Uh, there are some people that they missed in this one. Uh, Satan, one of them. Satan would be one. What about Professor Chaos? Why not Professor Chaos? We just started the Professor Chaos era here in South Park and on this show. So why not have Professor Chaos on this list? Um, what about Mickey Mouse? I know. I I mean I'm you know I'm rewatching the the last bit of it. I skipped the honorable mentions. Mickey Mouse is on there. I thought the Mickey Mouse character is very funny on South Park. Oh my God, it is so funny. Um, I think this list it's it's a mixed bag. They got number one right, they got number two right, and then the rest of the order, you could go any which way you want, and you can make up your own list from there. Alright, so that's going to do it for this week's episode, so let's get to the quick plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You just type that in and you are right there. And if for some reason you can't find it in the search bar, don't worry, folks, because you can click on the link below in the description box and you are right there. And don't forget to visit my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts, where your donation can help support not only this podcast, but other podcasts that I do, including that wrestling show nostalgia crew and untitled movie project next week we're gonna hit the halfway mark of season six can you believe it we're already halfway through season six of south park as i will be reviewing the episode free hat that's that is the name of the episode free hat so come back next week as I hit the halfway mark of season six, 
And I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of Sharks Pond to South Park Podcast. I am Bill, and I'll talk to you guys later.